This is WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. Coming up next, Art on the Air, with your host, Rob Hessler. This is an hour-long interview show dedicated to the visual arts. Each week we feature guests in conversation about their theory, practice, and current projects, as well as the state of the visual arts. On this week's episode, we've got two long-form field notes. We spoke with Peter Roberts about his exhibition in New York his role as curator of Location Gallery and the Savannah LGBT Center, and what he's been up to with the shelter-in-place order. Plus, we spoke with Leslie Lovell, artist and gallerist over at Roots Up Gallery. She started a new program at rootsupgallery.com called Creatives in Need, helping out unrepresented artists in Savannah. So let's get started with another episode of Art on the Air. Here's your host, Rob Hessler. And this is Rob Hessler. It is 3 o'clock on Wednesday if you are listening to the live show. And this is Art on the Air. Thank you for tuning in. And I'm excited to play these interviews here that I've got coming up with Peter Roberts first, and then we'll be playing the interview with Leslie Lovell to end the show, talking again about Creatives in Need, which is also a fundraiser for WRUU. 80% of the sales for Creatives in Need go to the artist, and the other 20% come to WRUU. I wanted to talk for a second here before we get started with that. These interviews are long, but there is a little bit of time to fill, and I wanted to just kind of, well, be open and honest with you guys right now, is that I, this is very difficult for me, this shelter-in-place and quarantine sort of situation. My my wife is considered high-risk, and so, you know, I've been essentially away from people for several weeks now, and I've had the opportunity, of course, to do these interviews thanks to this radio show, doing call-in interviews, and I've tried my best to stay in touch with people, but I don't know that I could have predicted how difficult it has been for me on a personal level to not be around you folks. Uh, most of the people who listen to this show, of course, are other artists in Savannah, and going to 
your shows and your receptions and chatting with you and supporting the local art community and not being able to do any of those things has been really hard on me I will have to I have to say you know at first when this all kind of came up I was like oh well you know what I'm going to take advantage of this I'm going to use this as an opportunity to get some things done to maybe work on some art projects to try to do some things and you know at first I think that was really true and it was wow you know I go out and I do a lot of social things relating to art and it takes up a lot of my free time and I thought well here's a great opportunity for me to catch up on things but you know after that first week or two you know I've just really come to miss being around all of y'all and and seeing your faces and talking to you about your artwork or you know, running into you and being at a show where maybe it's not your work and we're just talking about the work that's around and just being there to support the artists that are having the show, supporting each other, and um, just getting to see and communicate with all of you. And, you know, it's the reality is, is that while my house is nice and clean and it's been, you know, wonderful to hang out extra time with my wife and my my young son and be able to connect with him is that you know there's a there's an emptiness and a sadness that I'm that I'm experiencing just by the very nature of what this all is about and you know I don't mean to be just complaining it's a first world problem I mean I know lots of people there are people out there who have it much worse than me on a financial level you know most simply to you know having loved ones dying and themselves being sick so I, I I'm not I'm not diminishing what those other folks are going through it just I just wanted to say you know how much I miss all of you all and and I have to imagine you know a lot of us artists have use art in a lot of ways as an escape and so many of you out there might be experiencing some of those same feelings and you know if you are and if we know each other or even if we don't and and you find yourself struggling if you're alone or anything like that please feel free to send me a message and and let's connect because you know, as Peter will say in his interview coming up, is that even though we're all alone, we're all in this together. We're all experiencing the same thing together. And it is not an easy situation for anyone. So if you need help, um, if you need, you know, just someone to talk to, if you're feeling isolated and you just need to just chat for a few minutes, you can, you know, hit me up on Facebook. You can send me a message on Instagram at artontheair1075 or work by Rob Hessler. Either one of those, you can hit me up on Instagram and I will get back to you. And, you know, Facebook, of course, the Art on the Air Facebook page. I just want to make sure that everybody feels that they're connected because I know for myself it's been hard and I have, you know, a wife and child here that I can spend some time with, but I know some of you are out there and alone. And I just want to let you know that I am thinking of you. And as an artist, an art lover, an art advocate here in Savannah, I want to be there to help you. So anyway, I don't mean to start off on such a downer, but this is a difficult time. And I can't just pretend like that's not going on. So I just wanted to address that and be open and honest with you guys. I know a lot of you very personally and very well. So I think I, I kind of owe it to you to not just put on this shiny happy face in the face of this really difficult situation but I will say that my guests that I've got coming up here on the show today Peter Roberts who we're going to play first and Leslie Lovell who will play a little bit later do offer a lot of hope and you can 
you know, hear that in their interviews and I hope that you enjoy them. I did want to mention that both of these interviews have been conducted over the last few weeks. So Peter Roberts in particular mentions uh, the date of April 1st. Obviously, that date has long passed as um, as a period where he would have been out of self-quarantine because he was up in New York City. So, you know, obviously he mentions that date, but everything else he says is, of course, totally relevant. So um, anyway, I hope you enjoy these interviews and thanks for tuning in. And I will mention again, if you want to catch up and you're sitting at home and you want to listen to some other stuff, DoSavannah.com has a lot of my written pieces that include the embedded versions of these interviews. And the WRUU.org website has a number of the episodes in the archives. I'm going to try to get the most recent ones up there as well so you can listen up there. Anyway, again, this is Art on the Air on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with Global Soul. Here is Peter Roberts. Art on the Air, Field Notes, this is Rob Hessler, and I am speaking by phone with Peter Roberts, artist and curator at Location Gallery and the LGBT Center. Peter, let's just dive right in because sure. about a little over a month ago, you and I talked over at Kobo Gallery about what you were doing there, and it was right before you were going to have your show open on Friday, March 13th, up in New York at Blackbird Gallery. And obviously things have taken a massive turn here in our country and the world so let's talk about first and foremost let's talk about the show yeah i've really you know been working on head cases new york since you know last summer during you know right after i had that solo show last june and then group show in new york and then gallery you know putting together shows at both locations and then launching a new series at Kobo and then another group show in New York. So I've been really to the grindstone since probably last March for about a year, I guess. And to sort of have this, to open a, open a show in New York at the start of a pandemic in what is now a hot zone was definitely not, not something anyone could have foreseen. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, go from, you know, we left three days early on what we call our escape from New York and we're now self-quarantined at home, you know, to flatten the curve just because we don't know if we picked anything up. I mean, we're both feeling fine, but, you know, cross your fingers, but to really go from all that super intense production schedule and then to hit pause on everything literally and you know, in, a, in the course of three days was, you know, it was dizzying. It was, it's, it's a little mournful. It's, uh, you know, you have to sort of go through that process, I think. So I was a little bit, you know, in a listless cloud because, you know, we location, we had to postpone our upcoming shows and extend the current shows. You know, I can't really engage with the public until after April 1st. But, you know, we are working out some things, some ideas for after that. It's just, it's all very day by day. Well, so it's so crazy because, you know, I follow you on social media and I was watching, you know, the show was going up at Blackbird Gallery and you're putting up these beautiful 
like stickers, I guess, on the wall, on yeah. the windows. These window, they're sort of window clings, just to sort of attract the passer, you know, the people passing by on the street. Well, and it was looking so great, and you could just kind of, and, and like as an art, I'm an artist, but I'm also obviously an art lover, and like, and I was kind of, you know, and you're my friend, and so I was getting excited, and I was like, oh, look at this, you know, Savannah persons, they're getting ready to do this show in New York, and it was kind of like felt really cool, and then it's like. But you could also feel like in the background it was starting to get like more and more questionable about what was going to happen. And yeah, I mean, you are such a worker. I mean, you're such a, you're so prolific and working all the time that it is strange to just go from like running 100 miles an hour for a year, like you said, to just being like forced to stop. Yeah, it's like poof. <laughs> you know, like, it's like the cloud just kind of puffs out, you know, you're like, whoa. But, you know, on the positive note, I probably needed to slow down and take a walk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, not that, you know, not that I'm Pollyanna about it, but everything's so much more quiet now. Seems like there's more of a natural rhythm to the world. There's not all this crazy hustle bustle. Which I know that we need to have, but on the same token, you know, we walk Daffin Park. There's more people in the park than I've ever seen, ever. <laughs> you know? So, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think it's a shift in the way that we react to things. Yeah, I'm curious, and I think, you know, we're still... I mean, I don't even, we're not even at the, really at the worst of it yet, I don't think. And so I think it's a little bit premature, but I, I do wonder, I've been thinking about this a lot as I've been speaking with other artists is like, what kind of impact is this going to have on us artistically, A, and B, on us as a society going forward? Because, you know, the closest sort of comparison in my lifetime that I can think of was 9-11 and at the time, especially right after 9-11 happened, there was a big shift in attitude with people and the way that we sort of interacted and a certain level of connection between people that happened right after 9-11. And I don't know, I mean, maybe I was naive or maybe it was just in the moment. It sort of felt like, oh, everything is going to change from here on out. And it did change, but not in the way that I thought it would. And I'm sort of wondering, you know, I, I too, I mean, I'm not making light of the situation. It's a terrible situation and people are dying and it's really bad. But on, on a personal level, there is something like I'm spending a lot of time with my son and my wife and I'm able to breathe and look at things. And that for me personally is a positive thing that needed to happen that, as you said, it couldn't have happened without a situation forcing me to do it because I won't stop. Yeah, I, I I mean, I don't think that we can actually predict what's going to happen, but I think that, I know for me, I've had sort of a, a huge sort of shift in the way, you know, in the approach of, you know, am I essential? Am I not essential? What is essential? What is it that I do that is contributing? And I'm not sure that, you know, because when you think about the scale being saving lives, 
that is a very hard, you know, totem pole to get onto when you don't necessarily have that skill set. So I think if, you know, for me, I think if we can just kind of put out positive things on social media and aspirational ideas and sort of become our own infotainment, little tiny, little tiny microcosms, I hope that that can sort of flatten the curve of the negativity and the selfishness that's going on because people are scared. You know, fear is a very powerful motivator, but I think it's a choice that you have to make how you handle your fear. You're listening to Art on the Air on WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with Global Soul. Absolutely. And so that, I think, dovetails perfectly into what you've been doing on social media. We chatted via text a little bit about some a shift that you've made and some things that you've been doing. So talk about what you're doing artistically given the current circumstances. Well, I mean, it's hugely unsettling, but it's also a first that Head Cases New York is basically quarantined. And each Head Case show, I always learn a little bit more. You know, each Head Case piece, they have a pocket with an insert card that details the subjects and you know, what they're famous for, what was on their minds. Well, those pocket, those listings, those cards become a multi-page guidebook of sorts for show attendees to navigate the pieces. But that process in itself, it evolved over many shows because I used to just have the card under individual pieces, but that sort of stopped the flow of the show experience. Well, you know, there I've worked on 45 pieces. There's well over a thousand little heads. And then this show, you know, the audience is diminished due to timing. That was out of everybody's control. But I realized that the share, you know, these aspirational people, also within the attention span of social media, I needed to animate the pieces and concisely title them, but still have all the info in the post below for those that want to read a little bit more. So, you know, it's my idea that, you know, all these people, like literally, what were they thinking? And they kind of changed the world in their own little ways. So for me, I think it was important to share. It is important to share what all these creators did, especially since so many great ideas have come during previous quarantines. So maybe just maybe someone will have someone else will have some profound, you know, an aha moment to share with others. So, you know, let's, let's, let's get viral in a positive way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and also the share of the show that, you know, nobody can see. It's, 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 uh, I couldn't let myself be defeated by that. Right. Well, I mean, I think that that's so interesting because on the one hand, nobody can see the gallery show, but on I, the other hand, you have a very captive audience on social media sites like Facebook and Instagram where people are spending so much time on their digital devices so right. you have like you have not only more time of people on those various social media platforms, but you people are looking for content. Yeah, and 
you know, it's, so instead of, you know, to go, oh, God, you know, my work is, you know, in a hot zone that no one can get to, you know, this is a way for me to do how to experience the show, you know, from in a, in an, uh, in a different way to, you know, to get that emotional cortex of, yeah, it's, it's bad, but it's not that bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I want to, I kind of want to shift a little bit because this is something I think you and I share in common, although we go about it in different ways and that we have a certain level of responsibility that we take to helping other artists grow and, and get exposure and succeed as artists here in Savannah. I mean, you are the curator of Location Gallery and of the LGBT Center, and you do a lot of other events that you're a part of, um, you know, with the Telfair and other places, Hospice Savannah. And I, of course, do a radio show whose mission it is to bring attention to local artists and get people going to their shows and seeing their things. And in both of our cases, like the primary function of what we do as art advocates is impacted greatly by the fact that nobody can go out. So I can't promote an event, an art show, by having an artist on to talk about go and see their show. And so I've transitioned, obviously, to talking to individual artists about their response to the circumstance. But I'm curious about, you know, what are you thinking as far as, you know, somebody, like you said, you're trying to do some new different things. I don't know if you can talk about those things yet uh, with location and the LGBT center. But what do you, I mean, I know that that's an important part of, you know, who you are as a person, working with other artists and, and helping other artists. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. I mean, location, we always get more than 50 people at an event, at right. an opening. And we just, that would be irresponsible to try and stay open. You know, so I think, you know, we will reopen to the public physically, you know, but I think our strategy needs to be the most sincere to our artists and our followers and, and our nonprofits. But for now, it really is day to day. I'm kind of thinking of other ways and maybe other ways to promote the art that's actually in the in the gallery, but I physically can't go in there until after April 1st. <laughs> so it's, it's very frustrating, but we also don't know where we are going to be by April 1st. Right. I mean, and... You know, I just saw in the newspaper today that the, well, just a couple of things that the, the stay-at-home-from-school order has been extended, I believe, until right. April, 20, April 24th. I don't want people to quote me on that, but I believe it's been extended to April 24th as of this morning. I was also reading an article on the Washington Post just a little bit ago that listed five other cities other than New York that are potential hotspots for the the virus and one of them that was listed was Atlanta and was yeah. it was a, a, a great concern and the the rise in cases in the state of Georgia has been outpacing other places in the country 
And so, yeah, I mean, I, I know that some other places like um, one of your colleagues and a friend of both of ours, Leslie Lovell, has been, you know, trying to move. They were due to have a gallery opening and right. were three artists. And so they moved the whole thing online. I mean, there was nothing else. You know, the whole show was done. All the artists were the, – the work had been hung. Right. And, you know, and of course it was then the stay in place order. And like you said, it would be irresponsible to have these gatherings. So it's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm, I know I will say from my own perspective is I'm trying to support other artists like on social media. You know, I showed up right. to Leslie Lovell's online event, you know, just went and looked at the pieces and, you know, made a, you know, made a little another tick mark on the counter there for showing up to the event, seeing when I'm seeing what artists are doing on social media, just giving it a like or making a comment, um, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, it doesn't seem like much, but it is nice to just have to engage with something positive than just here's another story about how terrible things are. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a balance. Um, you know, I think you, you have to be sober about the reality, but you can be hopeful. It's just that, you know, location, location, you know, we're such a three-legged stool with the artists and their people, with our crowd and our followers and collectors, and then with the nonprofit and their people. So sort of the community lab that we're famous for has gotten a little diminished right now. I don't think that's, I don't think that's what's going to be in the future, but I think for now, because we, because we, the shows were always such a social pie, you know, a, a, a sort of a, a witch's brew of all sorts of people in all walks of life from Savannah and surrounding area. I just don't think that we'll get that, that same experience and that level of engagement. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I agree. And actually, one of the things that's so great about the shows at Location Galleries is just how fun the openings are. I mean, you yeah. get all these people and it's usually a weird mix. You know, you get different types of people from, right. like you said, from the different groups. And I don't know, it's a lot of fun. And you're not going to get that on social. I mean, you just can't. <laughs> Right. Well, that, you know, that experiential is sort of not being played out right now, you know, unless I can figure out, you know, neck collars that divide people six feet away with <laughs> poles or something. But, you know what I mean? Or it might be that we move to a model where, you know, you queue up and you have to stand six feet away from each other and you can tour. But I just don't think people are really ready to come out yet. No, I agree. But they will, I think. I think once the fear subsides and we know exactly what we're dealing with, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, people actually pay more attention to the experts in the science and listen to what they're telling us. I don't want to get political, but I 100% agree with you on that. I don't think, uh, I mean, the only science of of political is political science and science is science. It's not political science. Right, so. right, right, right. Well, look, I want to kind of start to wrap up here, but I want, before we do that, I want to, to transition back into your own work and kind of what you're doing. What are you hoping artistically to kind of get out of this forced situation? I mean, obviously 
We've been in it now for a couple of weeks. What are you kind of looking to get out of this artistically, professionally? Sort of what's your plan? Well, my studio is actually finally clean, which is a good thing because I can think again. <laughs> For me, I actually now have the time to uh, develop a series I've wanted to work on, but just didn't have that window. And I knew it was going to take it was going to take a large window to sort of get it rolling. It's a series based on belief systems and the underlying, I guess, archetypes that we all carry, knowingly or unknowingly, and we adopt them on a behavioral level based on the situation. So, you know, everyone's fearful. So you can either go out and buy all the toilet paper and hand sanitizer, or if there's two hand sanitizers left, you can buy the one that you need and leave one for somebody else. See what I mean? I think like there's sort of a collective, connective, emotional triggers that I'm going to explore in a graphic and layering pattern way. Yeah, but big. Like basically, it's going to have you know I have to figure out the advent because it needs to have a connective narrative, and it also that is coinciding with what I call a self-contained codex based on an overall pattern and uh, figuring out each one's graphic standard. Explain that, that term. I, I mean, I'm, this is me nerding out as an artist. Self-contained codex. Explain that. Yeah. Well, you know, codex is, a codex, for those that don't know, is sort of like those um, click-clack columns that you have to, you have to think, kind of like a Rubik's Cube, but you have to figure out the symbols that line up to open up the actual manuscript so it's a codex that's self-contained that has a pattern work throughout that gives you the overall picture of what the piece is about i know it's totally graphic nerd but i have time to do it (laughs) well but i think it's interesting to choose such a format given the complexity of this current current situation and how difficult it is for us each as individuals to kind of decode the symbols that we're seeing to find our own version of the truth for us as individuals and what's right for us. I mean, I think that's kind of an interesting parallel there. Well, and also, too, we are all going through it together. I mean, that's the, that's the thing I think a lot of people forget. We're all, we're all doing it together. You know, we're all breathing the same air. We're just not hugging and kissing. So, (laughs) you know, I I just, I think it's important, even though we're separated, that we're also trying to figure all this out. That is a great place, I think, for us to end on. Peter Roberts, artist and curator at Location Gallery and the LGBT Center, amongst many other places. Thank you so much for being on Art on the Air Field Notes today. Thank you, Rob. Stay safe. You're listening to Art on the Air on WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. Now you have a chance to support both Savannah Independent Artists and WRUU during this shelter-in-place order to stop the spread of COVID-19. 
Creatives in Need is a group of independent artists hosted by the Roots Up Gallery, which is collaborating with WRUU during this shelter-in-place to offer an online art gallery at www.rootsupgallery.com. For every work of art sold at this online gallery, the artists receive 80% from the sales and 20% goes to WRUU and its programs like Art on the Air. Interested listeners can go to www.rootsupgallery.com to start shopping today. The Deep Center, a 501c3 nonprofit organization, was founded in 2008 to address the detrimental effects of poverty on literacy in Savannah. During its first year, Deep hosted free writing workshops for 24 kids from two local public schools and published one anthology. Since then, nearly 2,450 kids have each enjoyed a fully funded scholarship to our three-month-long writing program and have been published in a book. More information is available at deepkids.org. Voting is now open for Connect Savannah's annual Best of Savannah Readers Poll, and WRUU is once again on the ballot. Last year, you voted us best in the local radio station and talk radio station categories. Continue your support of WRUU 107.5 FM by again voting for us in the best local radio station and best local talk radio station categories. And this year, vote for your favorite WRUU morning program and favorite WRUU host. Voting ends at 11.59 p.m. sharp on Tuesday. April 14th, and results will be revealed the night of Tuesday, May 19th. For details and voting, visit ConnectSavannah.com. And as always, thank you for listening to, supporting, and voting for WRUULP Savannah. Welcome back to Art on the Air. This is your host, Rob Hessler. And before those messages, that was my interview with Peter Roberts, conducted by telephone about all the things that he's got going on and all the things that surrounded his exhibition at Blackbird Gallery in New York City and what all that entailed. I wanted to mention that since I recorded that interview, I was chatting with Peter and he put me onto a poster contest that he had entered and which is calling for additional entries. So I wanted to kind of put this out there for the art community. It's being done by Amplifier, and the website is community.amplifier.org. And what they're doing is they're offering $1,000 awards for the top vote-getters on a weekly basis, choosing five per week. And Peter Roberts has submitted a poster design. So you can go there and vote for one of our local favorites, Peter Roberts, at community.amplifier.org. And I will say you have to register on the site and then you have to scroll all the way down and then there's a little button that you can click that says more artists and you can find Peter in there. And, you know, he's moving along pretty good with the voting, actually. He's, you know, he's doing pretty well. So, and his poster is beautiful. It's a great poster. So maybe I'll try to get that posted up onto the Art on the Air Facebook page. That was a great interview, and I really appreciated, as always, Peter coming on and chatting with me for the show and 
he also let me know since then that location gallery is coming back here and he's got some new ideas he's going to let me know as soon as they're all finalized and i will share that information with you as soon as i know both potentially on the air here or on the art on the air facebook page and of course i've been sharing a lot of stuff on the art on the air facebook page that you can take a look at if you're interested in learning a little bit more about what's going on in the art community and what people are up to a couple of weeks ago i interviewed becca cook and that show broadcast on wruu last week and just as an example i posted up a story about becca she's been taking some of her crochet alien pieces and the ufo that she created that i talked to her about in that interview a few weeks back putting them in photographs of savannah so it's sort of traveling around town and she got some news coverage for it it's really funny and it's really well done you know it's 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 just a little bit of a little bit of joy and i shared that on the art on the air facebook page so little things like that i'm trying to share and you know just kind of bring a little bit of levity at you know as i as i mentioned i've been going through a tough time with with the shelter in place order and uh and feeling a bit isolated so that's a nice way to stay at least a little bit connected so now let's transition over to the second interview that i have for today's episode it is my interview with leslie lovell artist and curator and owner of roots up gallery and first of all, I just love Leslie. I mean, she's just one of the most awesome people that you know. If you don't know Leslie, you introduce yourself to her and you will be friends for life because Leslie is one of the nicest, best people that I know in Savannah. And I really love Roots Up Gallery. And she does so much for local artists, including a new project that she's got going on. And you probably heard it during the little commercial break here from the station called Creatives in Need. And it's in support of Savannah artists. And it is a fundraiser of sorts for art on the air for wruu 80 percent of each sale goes to the artist and then the remaining 20 percent goes to wruu so it's a way to support local independent artists and by independent what leslie means are artists who are not associated with any particular gallery in town the works are really nice she's done a great job curating that and putting that up there she's allowing each artist to have eight pieces and at the time that we recorded it she had put up a number of artists but she was still looking for more and she's looking to expand on it as much as she can and this will be going on not just now but it'll also be going on through the entire quarantine process and a little bit beyond at very least so and, you know, it's awesome because Leslie's a great curator and we talk about it in the interview, but Leslie is really just killing it artistically lately. She was a part of the resiliency show that was at Roots Up Gallery. It is up at Roots Gallery right now. Of course, you can't go and see it, but you can also see that on rootsupgallery.com. And she was in that show along with next week's guest, Carmen Aguirre, and I just went to the site and I was like looking and I fell in love with this piece and it's one of it's one of Leslie's and I was kind of joking with her because she just started painting. She's just so good at it already. So she's got a lot of natural talent and um, so she's a great artist, great curator, a great person and I was glad to talk with her all about the Creatives in Need project and so much more. So listen up and thank you again for listening to Art on the Air on WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM. WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. Here is Leslie Lovell. Art on the Air 
Field Notes, this is Rob Hessler, and I am speaking with Leslie Lovell via telephone. Leslie is an artist and the owner and curator of Roots Up Gallery. So, first of all, Leslie, let's just get started here. How is everything going for you? Well, it's uh, slowing down, but it's given me the chance to work on things that I have uh, postponed because I didn't have the time to do it. But, I mean, it's a terrifying time. The gallery's closed. I'm working a lot on the website to see if that might be able to generate sales for our artists in the gallery and you know, just trying to take a, a different a direction on keeping it going. And one of the things that I noticed and I think a lot of people noticed that you did was you recently you had an exhibition planned that was you know it's all set up getting ready to have an opening and you did something a little bit unique for that show. So talk about that if you would. The show's name is Still Standing, The Resiliency of Humans and Nature. But the, it didn't come from this time period, but it certainly pairs up with what's going on right now. But more so, three artists were involved, and that myself was one. And it's like you, get, you put all that work in it, your heart and soul, and you're all excited about it, and then you weren't able to show it. And I came up with the idea to have it online, but not live. Uh, we ended up doing videotapes, and Jose Ray thankfully did the videos and made it a lot of fun and... You know, a different perspective from someone else being involved with the, uh, the project. So we were able to put it online and still launch the show on the 25th, and it, you know, it'll say up on the, on the website. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun, actually, I will say, because you had, it was like an event. It was an online event, and I know for myself, I think it started like at noon or, or 11 a.m. or something like that, and, and I was... Mm-hmm. I live by my calendar, so I was on Facebook, and I saw the event, and I was like, oh, cool. So I went over to the website, and I was looking through the works, and I had mentioned to you that I really loved one of your paintings, actually. But I thought it was cool. Yeah, you mentioned those videos that you, that Jose did for you. I didn't realize Jose did that. That's really cool. But I, those those little videos that was, like, with each artist, and you kind of felt like you were, I mean, it was, it's not the same, obviously, as being there, because there's a whole social aspect that goes along with a, an art opening, but it was a lot of fun. It felt like, and I, I mean, you guys looked like you were having fun. We were. We were. And the, the best feedback I got from everyone, it was always the same. It was, they got to hear the artist. Because you had the openings. But no one ever really gets to talk to the artist. Or, yeah, because it's crowded, it's busy. People are looking at the art, talking to friends, and so on and so forth. But they actually got to spend personal time, in a way, a virtual way, with, with each artist and find out what it meant to them. Because they were all three different takes. And, as to what the uh, resiliency meant to each one of us. So that was great feedback. And I, and I'll, I think I'll do it from here on out so it's available to other people that wouldn't possibly be able to come to the show. Well, and that's a cool thing, too, and I wonder about that. I've been thinking about that a lot lately is that, and I'll say as an artist and, you know, as a radio show host and doing this and as somebody who writes for Do Savannah, I, I'm already starting to notice that there are certain things that I've done out of necessity that I think I want to stick with doing. Like one thing, for example, is like you and I are doing this interview by phone and hopefully at some point in the near future, I'll be back out and going into the gallery spaces and going into people's studios and doing these interviews. But one of the things that I like about this is that when I broadcast these on the radio show, I'm doing them in advance and it gives me a little bit more of an ability to kind of clean them up, make them sound a little bit better, edit them, and overall make a better radio show. And I've kind of already decided that once we get back to 
normal, quote unquote, I'm thinking to kind of integrate this a lot more into what I do for the radio show where I'm gonna, I think, put these shows together in advance and it'll be a little, it'll allow for a lot more flexibility. It'll make the show sound better. So I think it's kind of interesting because obviously you'll still have the receptions, but I think that that's ultimately an improvement on the way that you're able to present your gallery by doing those things. Cause that was a ton of fun for me. I mean, I loved going on that. I mean, you have a really captive audience right now too, but I just think that that's kind of interesting is like, we're being forced to make some changes and it might be positive in the long run. I think so too. I really do. And, uh, you know, some things, things stem out of mistakes sometimes, uh, whatever it might be, but they turn out to be something positive and something you can move with. And they, they, for both of us, those are two great examples. So you, did this first exhibition about resiliency, and yeah, I mean, as you said, the title, I think, is just so perfect, and it wasn't obviously planned that way at all, but yeah. you're now doing a second event, which at the time of this recording actually launches today, but by the time that this airs, it'll be, have been going on for a couple of weeks, so talk about your latest endeavor with the rootsupgallery.com. Well, you know, working with artists, you, you if we all feel each other's pain on this as what when the door is closed to the gallery. And I just wanted a way to be able to help the artists. Now for that was doing for independent artists that were not represented by a gallery. I wanted to do a focus which is called Creatives in Need. And with that, uh, I've invited did an open invitation to artists asking them if they would like to come on the line they can submit up to eight pieces. And it's free to them. I host it on the website on a special page for them. And of that, they get 80% of their proceeds of the sales go to them. And 20%, luckily, I partnered up with Art on there and uh, WRUU because I'll do so much to support all the local artists. And so the benefit, hopefully, you know, the sales will come in. I'm going to promote it in a lot of different ways to get it out there. But hopefully, these artists will make some money off of it. And, in return, y'all will make some money off of it. What's so cool about this too is that, as you mentioned, it's not just artists that are, have been associated with Roots Up before. Like you're opening this up to really any local artists. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as long as they're not, uh, like I said, represented by someone else, you know, carried by a gallery, because they just they don't have any way of reaching out there right now. A lot of them don't have their own website or things like that. Um, and, and, and some might, but it doesn't matter. But uh, the more you can get their name out there, and you know, there, there's new discoveries for people. Right, and I mean, I think at this point you're very well established. I often talk about how much I admire what you do at Roots Up. I mean, I, in thinking about it, really, other than a few artist-run galleries, like folks like Tiffany Taylor and and like Brian McGregor, who have their own spaces that are selling their work, also other works too, but are mostly selling their work. I mean, Roots Up Gallery is essentially the one brick and mortar gallery space that's not connected to any other business or anything else that's kind of like doing it simply on art sales, specifically on art sales, which I truly admire. And I just think it, it means a lot, you know, and I'll just say as an artist, it means a lot to have an established gallery say, hey, here is artwork that is worth buying. Please come here and support these artists. It's a lot, it means a lot more than 
you know, all of us artists can go online and say, hey, please buy our artwork. But it's like it gives it legitimacy, the fact that you're kind of putting these up there. So, I mean, I guess I'm just saying on behalf of like all artists out there, very much appreciate what you're doing. Well, they're starting to come in. And now, actually, I just launched it this morning, and literally. <laughs> so it's on the opening page. You, know, you just click on that. It, 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 I think we have five on there right now, and I have some more that I need to uh, I'm uploading as I go. And I'm going to do another call for artists today just to make sure that, you know, sitting out there and they understand and now to know that they're paired up, that you and I've partnered, our WRDU and ours on there have partnered together on this too. To help get the word out there more and more artists will in turn come in and want to be on the, the site and hopefully we'll help them. You're listening to Art on the Air on WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with Global Soul. Yeah, that's really great. And and I think that it's, you know, I think this is just another sign of one of the things that I really admire about Savannah is how strong of an art community we have. Like, we really do support each other. I mean, you know, you go to an art opening, there is a ton of people there. People are really great about showing up and supporting. Uh-huh. And I'm hoping that people will show up online. I noticed that with the Resilience Resiliency Show, that you, when I, by the time I went on there, and it's only been up for an hour and a half or so, I mean, you'd already made a few sales, and so it's obviously working at least to a certain extent. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, uh, and, and again, it's just uh, getting the word out there more and more and pushing it, promoting it, which I'm working on. So oh. hopefully that, you know, it'll go further afield even. I mean, it's not just trying to target the local market. Yeah, and I think that that's another thing, too, that's actually a sort of a positive, is that normally with these kind of shows, you know, you're... I mean, there's an online presence to a certain extent. I would, you know, I think about like Sulphur Studios has done a great job of having all of their shows up online at their auxiliary spaces, like Starland Cafe and and the Sentient Bean, where you could go on and buy the arts, the the pieces of artwork that they were showing up in those shows wherever you were, and that was kind of a part of their business model, but. I think what's been really cool is like, and with what you're doing and some other galleries are starting to do now is like, it does in a way increase the presence of Savannah artists. I mean, because now we have to go online. We don't have a choice. And our networks online are a lot bigger than just, you know, all of us who go to all of each other's shows and see them like locally, which we're great at supporting. But our networks are so much bigger than that. Look, I want to transition a little bit though, because... I'm curious to see, I want to talk about, you know, we, you kind of wear multiple hats and, you know, obviously you're, you do a lot of curation, but actually, you know, I kind of, I had, um, last week I spoke with Ruby McGrory and one of the first, and I had sort of knew, I knew that you had Roots Up Gallery, but I didn't actually realize that you were an artist and you had a piece in Ruby's fast food show, which you use happy meal toys to make a an assemblage piece and i loved that piece <laughs> i loved that piece I, that was fun that was a fun piece <laughs> and then I, and that, actually, i'd like to make some more i'll do a little series of it oh that was a that was a great piece and i believe it did sell at the show too if i'm not mistaken it did it actually was the first sale that's so cool so i didn't so before then i didn't actually realize that you were an artist as well i thought you you know were you were a curator and and that you were doing roots up and so but since that point, I've been kind of following you and watching what you've been doing as an as an artist. And as I mentioned, 
for the resiliency show, I I noticed that there was a piece on there that I absolutely love, uh, shadows the the shadows piece, and it's kind of dark and gloomy, but I it really fits my mood right now with everything that's going on. So talk a little bit about your practice because obviously you're doing all of this stuff as a curator to help promote Savannah and Savannah artists. But what are you doing as an artist? I mean, obviously you're not going and running a gallery on a day-to-day basis. You're not going into a space. So, I mean, how are you responding as an artist to the health crisis? Well, I am still going in the gallery by myself, obviously. I'm uh, having to go in and see up pictures and things. But as an artist, I'm a self-taught artist. And actually, I didn't really move into that until I came to Savannah. And it was like it gave me the permission to do, and when we, and especially working with folk, the folk art, which is completely self-taught, the original one, that really gave me permission to try my hand at things. And I just started doing a lot of different uh, little baby step steps, and I started doing repurposed jewelry, and then I did a pottery class and absolutely fell in love with it. So much so that I mean, I kept working with it and ended up getting my own kiln. So I'm. I do pottery, and I've been trying to find my way, but now this is the first time I've ever painted. And I use oil and cold wax, and that that just opened up for me. It's just um, it's a whole different style in the way that you can portray your thoughts through it. And, and so I'm learning through that, but I'm, I'm just going to give me more time right now to work, to continue to work, because, what, like you said, wearing so many hats, it was hard. I always got pushed back. So I had to take care of things at the gallery. I had to do this, that, and the other. And uh, now I find time that I'm going to be able to spend on going further afield in, in different areas of art. I was talking with Gretchen, and I mentioned this to Ruby as well. I was, you know, I think that now is a time for really us on a really on a worldwide level to explore our creativity. You know, I was uh, joking with Gretchen that like if there was ever a time that you wanted to like dye your hair or like get some sort of crazy haircut like now's the perfect time because either you'll love it and it'll <laughs> make a you great ha- idea. <laughs> either you'll love it and it'll make you happy or it'll be terrible but nobody will see it so you really can't lose <laughs> <laughs> i might have to try that myself That's funny. all right well we'll look keep, we'll keep an eye out for that um uh well to keep an eye out for that so just to kind of um follow up a little bit kind of bring this interview to a close here i wanted to just just uh, get all the information out there again so rootsupgallery.com you're doing the creatives in need exhibition online exhibition and you've reached out to other artists are you going to continue to bring in additional artists are you kind of like having a first batch and you're just going to keep it at that what's the plan going over the next you know weeks and months with that it's open to like I said, anyone that's not, that's an independent artist. And now I'm going to keep it going. I'm, I'm just super excited to be able to try to help because it's not like you, everyone has a lot of money that they can just share and, and, and try to help shore people up. But it's a way that, you know, I can help do my part to help someone out. And so it will run past the quarantine time and try to help uh, give everyone a little bit more of a leg up along the way. But it's also, you know, a great way to discover new artists. I forget who I was speaking with, that it's not like once this ends that all of a sudden everything is going to go back to normal, like, the next day. I mean, it's like, it's going to take a while for things to ramp up. And I mean, I think especially in the art world, you know, it's like the purchasing of art for a lot of people is a is something that is 
you know, it, it, it's not going to take precedence over, you know, paying rent or, or, you know, buying diapers. I mean, you're going to do those things first and it's going to take a little while for people to recover. So this is, this is going to be something I think that's going to have a lasting impact on the art community. That's the negative, but I think on the positive is that if you know you're not going to make that many sales anyway, why not try to do some of the things that you've never tried before? Take some chances because what have you got to lose? That's true. That's true. And that's a good time to put that out there and trust the waters on it. It is. And like I said, I didn't. I was actually a little surprised to hear you say that you had just decided to start trying painting. I'm looking at your paintings, and I'm like, what do you mean you're just <laughs> trying? Like, <laughs> I love that medium. There's just something that works with me. I mean, it just speaks to me enough that I can work with it in a way that I can't some others. So, that's you know, you nice. just keep, and that's another thing. You just keep trying things, and then you hit on something. And well, I certainly never thought that that would be one of them, but I think it's my favorite thing to do now. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, we have a tradition on the, on Art on the Air to ask artists when we when we talk to them, you know, if there's a medium that you've never tried that you'd really like to try. And I'm hoping that lots of artists are taking a similar cue and trying those things out. I mean, like I said, what's what's the harm in it? I mean, what could possibly, I mean, w there's nothing else we can do. Thank God we do have that side of us that, you know, does give you something to do because there's a lot of people that, don't have that. They're having to work from home. They don't have an outlet of what they normally would be doing. And maybe they'll start doing art too. It's something to get outside of themselves while they're locked in. Well, I always say it, and I say it a lot, is that every four-year-old is an artist. And so <laughs> we... we we unlearn art. Everybody has it in them. And so even if that doesn't mean, you know, picking up a new medium like painting for the accountant or the human resources director, maybe they end up using their creativity to do something that they've wanted to do for a long time. Like, you know, maybe make a new dining room table or add an addition to their house or whatever it might be. You know, there's an opportunity, sure. you know, there's an opportunity for people to be creative and get back to that creative spirit that I believe all of us are born with and, you know, life beats it out of a lot of us. So hopefully, you know, people can, can get back to that. And, and I don't know, you never know. There's been a lot of these kind of, whenever these big types of situations have happened in history, there's usually been a, a production of some pretty great artwork right afterwards. So maybe that's something that we can all look forward to. That's true. I agree. All right. Well, well thank you. Yeah, for Leslie. Yeah, thank you so much, Leslie. I really appreciate you coming on here. And Leslie, one more time. So it's rootsupgallery.com. But what about your personal work? You got an Instagram that you want to share with the uh, listeners? Yeah, it's actually uh, Leslie Level Artworks. All right, Instagram. Leslie Level Artworks on Instagram. Leslie, thank you so much for talking with me for Art on the Air today. Thank you. You have a good day. Yeah, you too. That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. Listen every Wednesday for our live show, broadcasting from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on 107.5 FM, Savannah Soundings, and worldwide at wruu.org. And you can catch past episodes on the WRUU station archives on our website, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, 
and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next week where we'll have another batch of art on the air.